0: bobbies are fighting back. All hands. We need all hands. They're surly. I repeat, the bobbies are surly. <laughs> you check the- I'm Chris Mosier, and this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, even the episodes where they finally make characters we don't like into something relatively significant and have fun with them and then send them off the show. So, yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yay! How are you, Chris? How are things? I'm doing all right. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing very well, my man. Um, I am doing so well today because we got not one, not two, but three new patrons on our Patreon today. W- that's right. Which is which is wild and crazy and, and just amazing And thank you guys so much We really appreciate it it's re- It may not be remarkable for some of those big ass Patreons out there But uh, for for our little corner of the woods It's it's extremely remarkable And nice So uh, I'm going to do a thing that I never really do And thank all three So thank you Make It Rainer Thank you Hersha And thank you Claire I appreciate that Thank you everybody
1: thank you. That's Jeremy sent me all those earlier And I, it made my day yeah. I was like, who, what did we do?
0: Why does everybody get yeah. nice to us all of a sudden? Did, did we get, <laughs> did we get mentioned somewhere? Yeah. Did somebody write an article <laughs> or something? What's happening right now? Um, but thank you everybody. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, if you want to support us, it's been a while since we recorded. I feel like I'm rusty for some reason. Yeah, uh, was this your first podcast. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, it's episode 148 <laughs> or some shit. It, Jesus all Christ. But if you want to join those ranks, uh, you get special benefits for doing so. We, uh, Patrons get exclusive podcast. We just wrapped up uh, our cowboy bebop series. Don't give up space cowboy. Um, Sometime in the next couple of weeks, we will be releasing um, haunted by ghost and that will be starting on Hill house. And if you want to participate in that podcast, we're going to have a totally different format. Um, We're not going to be doing it kind of scene by scene. Like we do the supernatural series. Uh, We're going to be taking themes and things and talking points. And then uh, we're also communicating with our, our patrons to let them send in stuff for us to read and talk about and discuss on the episodes. So if you want to do that, patreon.com slash monster of the week. And I'm sorry I've been talking about Patreon so long, Chris. Please tell me about all the things that have been happening in Supernatural season ten.
1: Okay. Uh last time in Supernatural, Dean Winchester faced off against the ghost of Leonardo da Vinci in the Mona Lisa <laughs> uh, with, with the help of the nun from Legion or something like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Crowley gave Rowena the gift. Of a witch from the Grand Coven. That's a weird way to say that, but Crowley uh, captured uh, one of the leaders of the Grand Coven, gave it to Rowena as a, as a prisoner. Rowena discovers, through this witch, that the Grand Coven has been has been all but destroyed by the Men of Letters. A curious detail, indeed, when Rowena realizes that the last of the Men of Letters is none other than Dean Winchester. <gasps> that- and no one else, <laughs> just the one protagonist of Supernatural.
0: Oh, it's amazing how all of our problems are uh, influenced or caused by people that we know from the show. Um, we are covering season ten, episode seventeen, Inside Man. This was written by Andrew Dab. That explains a lot. Uh, this was directed by <laughs> Rashad Ernesto. What does that mean? I don't. I like this episode, my man. Like I think it's a really solid episode. Um, <laughs> This was directed by Rashad Ernesto Green. This came out on April 1st, 2015. Dean and Rowena face off against each other. Sam and Castiel follow up on a lead about the Mark of Cain. Dean and Rowena meet. (laughs) <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's the entire fucking
2: thing. Okay.
0: Dean and Rowena meet. They've already meet. met. They've, they've already all, met one they've another for sure. Already met. They've already held like she said weird sex workers against him, like cursed sex workers against him, yeah. and he held a gun on her. Like I think I feel like that they're on a first name basis after situations yeah. like that. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, I also I this is one of those episodes. When I start taking notes, I copy and paste all of the actors and actresses' names in case we need to refer to them during the episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are so many co-stars listed. And it's like the obvious ones, like Rowena, Oliver Price, who we'll get to. And then it just goes into Nebishi Demon. What? (laughs) Do you know who Nebishi Demon is?
1: No, I don't.
0: (laughs) And then, of course, Angel Guard. And then there's Donnie. Who's Donnie? Donnie. Yeah, shout out. Then there's Ty. You remember Ty? Okay. Who was Ty in this episode? They've
1: got to be the college kids that Dean beats up,
0: and then Ty's buddy one and Ty's buddy two. Those kids didn't oh, even get yeah. named. And hell then, yeah, they don't. The last four are Bobby one, Bobby two, Bobby three, and Bobby four. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, so who's the new Bobby? I guess I guess we're doing new Bobbies this week. All right, excellent. So yeah, I um, just yeah, I thought that was lo- yeah, there's a, hell- a hell of a lot going on. Hell
1: of a lot going on in this episode. Um, you know. I was expecting a train wreck, and um it was a pretty smooth
0: ride yeah, this one's good i uh you know i i I come around on Rowena in this episode you you're gonna hear me mm-hmm. talk about some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. i think she's i think they used her correctly i think they used they finally her well.
1: like yeah they finally built it up to something and it did something with her
0: um they they bring back a major character that I love, and it didn't feel extraordinarily cheap um yeah. i think I think there's some some direct emotional manipulation stuff happening at the end of this episode, but hey, guess mm-hmm. what. I'm here for it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to make me cry about Sam, then you, yeah, OK, like there's a couple of ways you could do it. You did. And you did one of them. <laughs> yeah. He was in the scene. He was in several scenes. It yeah. was good.
1: And see, this is actually what I like. I don't care. I don't care. It probably makes it sound like I just want Sam to be main character all the time. And that's really not that the case. You pointed this out to me. I said something about I called I said, what's um? we call Sam and Dean the boys. We call Sam, Dean and Cass the guys. But what do we call Sam and Cass? And came we, we call them the, the B plot. <laughs> and then you pointed out that these were both kind of B plots like yeah. Dean and whatever he had going on and Sam and what he had going on and even kind of like probably in Rowena a little bit. It was all these these B plots. Nothing was really the main focus, but it was really good. It established so much and and the boys each had something important to do and it, it, it was good. It, it worked. It functioned well as an episode. And this is what I like to see. Uh, But starting things off, we're 24 hours in the future and Sam and Castiel, I almost didn't realize at first that Dean wasn't there, um, are at a seance and they are reaching out to Bobby in heaven. And that's where we we get our our cold opener, our title card.
0: And Bobby is is chilling in his little private heaven. He's drinking some we whiskey. See his socked feet. His. We see a, a lot of feet in this episode, my man. Um, mm-hmm. He's reading about Tori Spelling. <clears throat> if anybody remembers that joke, um, and then Sam's voice starts coming through the radio, and we go back into the past twenty four hours earlier. Where Sam is jolted awake by Dean screaming his name.: um, Yeah,
1: it's a lot. It's so loud. It's like Dean in hell in season
0: three loud. It's, it's, it's so loud that it took place from like a state away because I Sam, I'm just, Sam gets, walks out of his door and then runs for 20 minutes to get to Dean's door.:
1: Yeah he's out of breath by the time he gets there. and like you would think just the, the force the The volume of his own yell, Dean would have woken himself up, but he's still sleeping. He's still he's, tossing and turning. He's doing the whole thing. Um,
0: to have, having those fucking Mark of Kane nightmares, man. This is yeah, this looks bad. Yeah.
1: This is some bad shit. They showed us the feet, though. Let's just get that straight out of the way. They showed us Sam's unsocked feet. The cowards finally did it. They finally, they finally, finally it. showed us what the fans have been asking for since season one: unsocked feet. Anyway. Sam comes in, head head and gun first, as he likes to, into Dean's room, finds Dean, like, freaking the fuck out, um, and, um, that's, that's kind of it. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, he just and looks at him, like, he's
0: like, he's like, Luke's at him, and he's like, <sighs> and then his hair just kind of blows in the wind. <laughs> like, that's Sam's yeah. move.
1: Yeah. And then it just sort of inflates and carries him away, because it's just <laughs> so much volume in this episode. Um, so, it's the next morning, there's no cases, um. Rudy, um, an old friend of, um, of everybody, Pete I mean,
0: we know, we, yeah, we know Rudy from way back. Rudy's, yeah. Rudy, Rudy's Carlos, been a Pete, part of the show. Irv.
1: Yeah. He, the, you know, there was a case nearby, but Rudy was on it. And, um, so Rudy was the them. first
0: guy that said, uh, kick it in the ass. I don't know if you knew that or not.
1: Oh, uh, that's, so that deep, was a him. That deep, was
0: deep, deep trivia there. Yeah.
1: That's deep trivia. It was Rudy. Um, so Sam suggests, Hey, I want to see a movie. I'm going to go see this f- French movie about a mime. I already forget what this movie was called. This was a real thing, right?
0: I if it was I did not look at it, it was up. that black and white
1: movie in like 2014 or something or whenever this aired um, it was I don't remember what it was called maybe the, it's not the actor was it
0: no there's a black and a movie about a mime that was out yeah there was a black and white movie that was silent called the actor I did not know it was about a mime that okay. makes me want to see it even less than I did yes. before
1: so that's yeah you feel like Dean we all feel like Dean here
0: so that's what Sam says he's gonna do and then he's like you
1: know Dean if you want to come with me that that's cool um dean obviously doesn't and obviously sam is up to no good um so sam heads out leaves dean at the bunker and um he goes to meet up with castiel um sam meets castiel and castiel looks as always so fucking sad all (laughs) times castiel looks so dejected like he's just on his last leg at all moments i mean i guess it's just because it was only sam coming to meet him
0: (laughs) Castiel looks so sad because he's homeless because they won't let him live in the bunker. They won't let him live in the no bunker. Like there's no whatsoever. angel
1: living in Sam.
0: Yeah. Why won't they let him live at the bunker? They could. They could just let him be at the bunker at all times and hang out, but they don't do that because he has stuff to do. I guess I don't why because we can't afford you know Misha Collins to be in every episode is the reason. But still, yep. super weird. Um, I do like uh sam's truck in this episode by the way that's very
1: he clearly just lifted somewhere It's not like hey dean i'm the one who's going out do you mind if i take the car they showed us
0: they showed us 18 zillion vehicles in the hangar of the bunker in the in the wizard of Oz episode and they have not shown us a single one since i find that hilarious like can they just not find the keys is that what's happening so what did he do what did did he just like walk
1: down the street Cause I feel like they're not like on a residential road. Like he's not within walking, easy walking distance of anywhere. Did he call up like the bikers and they yeah, were the, like the Bunker b- Boy? Yeah. needs a ride. Bunker Boy needs drop to ride off ride to the parking lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then he just steals an old car. Like what the fuck, dude? The bucker the Biker Boys, the Biker Gang must really think that the Bunker Boys are hilarious. Like tall ass Sam, yeah. like skulking yeah. around in a parking lot trying to find a truck tall enough to disguise him from stealing it. Right? Like he's Jesus like, you guys, Christ. you
1: guys mind me, uh, mind drop me off here? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. And they just pretend to pull away. They just <laughs> park and watch. Jim, like, he look just, at him. Look at him. He thinks he's so slick.
0: It's just one guy making a <laughs> noise with his yeah. mouth, and Sam's like, all right, they're gone. All right, now, now is my time. Sam's to looking shine. left and
1: right with his hands in his pockets, just <laughs> not noticing that all the bikers are still just sitting there <laughs> drinking beers, just looking at him.
0: One guy's got a, get a tattoo of a naked lady on his arm. Sam doesn't even <laughs> notice that. What's up, Sam? Oh. <laughs> uh. So, uh, they decide that they're going to do something like Sam has a plan and, and is really reluctant. And then we go over to Rowena who is, uh, looking at herself as she's naked, um, and painting herself with these weird sigils and Crowley barges in and it's like, well, yeah, Crowley barges in
1: and then there's like a weird much. amount of like sexual tension and I yeah. like, it's like <laughs> they're these- both very charismatic and <laughs> she was just naked I was like I don't know. Like it's not written this way but
0: there's just some vibes going on. And I will say, um, I, I as you know, I've not been like a, a huge fan of Rowena. Um, I do like them, I like them showing a naked woman It's not just strictly for the sexual gratification. Um, like, and this is gonna you, make me I'm would like, say that I'm, I'm 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 super horny for Rowena right now, but like later on when she has to like strip down and like use this as a power, I'm like, oh, they've got her in clothes. Like this would be super dope if she went full witch and like blasted you with her weird naked sigil power. Yeah. Like that would yeah. be super cool. Supernatural is not going to do that, right? Like that's never going to happen. But. Right. I just like that this wasn't um, like overtly like male gazy. It's like because yeah. even Crowley is like, I I don't need to see any of this. And She's like, you've already mm-hmm. seen all of it. I'm like, all right, y'all dial this down a little bit. Yeah,
1: chill out, everybody. Um, yeah, I thought the the sigils magic stuff was was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the I think I don't know. Yeah, it just it just works just despite the weird awkward <laughs> tension in the room. Um, so um, we go back to Dean. He's on the phone with Rudy. He's like, Rudy, but come on. Uh, Rudy is not interested in working with Dean. He's got the case covered. Dean is, um, he's, you know, he's calling, he's calling all sorts of folks looking for something to do. He's using his toothbrush in his armpit. You know,
0: what are you going to do? yeah there was a moment earlier in this episode uh, where Sam says stay out of my room and Dean says oh yeah don't worry about that and now he is in Sam's room pranking Sam like he's oh
1: is that what that is yeah
0: yeah he's taping down (laughs) I didn't
1: even realize (laughs) for all of the
0: times that they used like their their landline he's taping down the thing so that when Sam picks it up it won't have a a dial tone on it like automatically just stay hung up all the time
1: that's so funny yeah yeah. that's a
0: a prank that like me and Dean know and you and Sam would not because nobody uses fucking landlines anymore right like it's and then the armpit so to the funny. toothbrush like there's a moment later where sam comes back to his room and i really wanted sam just to pick up the toothbrush and throw it away and bring <laughs> out his real toothbrush because he just knows dean so he well right knows. oh man <laughs> yeah but yeah oh, he's totally I... pranking sam this entire time while he's trying to call and get a lead on a kasuni like what the fuck is dean up to right now
1: oh i didn't realize that's what he was doing i think was just being weird because i was probably looking down taking notes or whatever <laughs> that's that is wonderful um <laughs> So yeah, deed's bored. um we cut to Cass and Sam um at a playground at night, um <laughs> skulking about at, at a playground at night, but um they're, so they're, they're trying to get into heaven, they're denied entry. um the guard uh <laughs> to the gate who denies them entry swaps bodies real quick, or swaps um uh angels real quick, and then Hannah enters. Uh, i like that he
0: says please hold hold. (laughs) and then we get like the full cgi regalia and then he's just like
1: hello castiel castiel's like hannah
0: (laughs) talk about the sexual tension in this episode huh?" i I thought these two were about to make out yeah um and she's like yeah you can't um
1: you guys you can't you can't come in here you can't do uh what you're trying to do i don't even know if they tell her what they're trying to do but well she She's, knows They're not like, having it if, if, yeah.
0: if, if fucking Castiel shows up with a Winchester It's because they want Metatron to save the other Winchester Like this is just yeah, like logic yeah, at yeah. this point point. Um, and then of course you know she, she says no and they talk about it for a little while Angels come out of the trees Like it's fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer To, yeah. to have a throw down um, And Sam pulls him away and is like Hey I've got a plan B We're gonna break him out Okay <laughs> Okay Sam Whatever you say pal uh, we go back over to Rowena, who is um needling the guy that runs Hell's switchboard via his Microsoft surface t m that they spend like four seconds There's, showing yeah, I was did like, you see plot, it kick out place it. Yeah. <laughs> with the little kickstand and everything? I'm like, oh y'all yeah. go um, but she wants to trace one of Crowley's calls and finds out basically find out where Dean Winchester is um mm-hmm. Dean is at the biker bar? Yes, I Chillin'. love this. Yeah, it's, um,
1: just Dean just like going in, ordered a shitload of nachos and like. Eventually, looking for some trouble.
0: I mean, that's all he does, man. He goes. He knows the bartender by name. Like he's like, "Hey, Dave, what's up? Give me the use." And the use is a giant plate of nachos and a beer. And and look, <laughs> Dave brings that shit out like he is like like Dean called ahead, like Dean, like called uh, Dave and was oh, like, "Yeah, what's Dave up?" is
1: MVP, dude. Dave is I hope he. I hope Dave is okay.
0: I <laughs> like, I guess what happened to the rest of the people in this bar when Rowena shows up? By the way, like they all just disappear. Like nobody nobody cares about that. Um. Anyway, so uh there's a group of college kids in this bar, in this kind of dive bar, and they are mm-hmm. uh they are hustling people for pool and we we know Dean Winchester is a great pool hustler. We know he's a great actor and he goes over there to hustle them back. And I think this is extremely hilarious. He gets he yeah. like spikes his hair into a mohawk. He goes over there and acts <laughs> super drunk. I mean, it is hilarious. Like Jensen sells this shit so well. Yeah. Um and
1: skipping ahead a little bit, but the only thing I did not like was when the, like he asked the kid to give up his watch. She's like, Oh, you you don't have enough money. Give me your watch too. The dude was like, no, like this is a gift for my dad. Like, I don't, I don't want to give it up. And he's like, come on, we play it or what? Like the kid is a dick. But then I was like, come on Dean. Like you, I don't think Dean would just take this kid's like dad's watch like he would win it from him and they be like I don't fucking want this keep it look um,
0: it's all Dean can do not to smash a fucking pool cue into this a pool yeah. stick in this dude's yeah. face like the Mark yeah. of Kane is fucking with them. let him steal so the, watch. the Mark of
1: Cain just makes him be a dick <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah I'm just gonna be real shitty <laughs> Dean, at, when, Dean Winchester's doing nothing but parking in the handicapped spot when he goes into the store now like that's like, <laughs> what an asshole <laughs> what a fucking dick right uh, that dude is taking his shoes off on an airplane like that's how that's is the a, level of yeah dick that he is
1: <laughs> that's the only way you get like raid in the, the murderous rage is just being a huge inconvenience to the people around him
0: dean winchester gets on a fucking uh you know spirit flight and l- just lays that chair back into the ba- into oh, the yeah. lap of the guy behind him it's he's just a fucking dick just anyway dick? um so um let's see sam um, explains to castiel who oliver price is um is this like a real person or are they just making shit up in this for this for this episode because it, like it had the cadence of a real ep- a real name and i just i don't know if that's true or not
1: you know i'm kind of thinking the same thing let me i'm gonna google it right now oliver price is a uh model and bodybuilder
0: uh, there it is
1: <laughs> there's an actor under that name yeah so i guess i don't know nothing about a psychic came up um but yeah so he's like an old like famous psychic long story short sam winchester says he was one of the good guys so sam is like okay he's you know he's local we can go ask him um he should be able to get us in touch with bobby that's sam hasn't laid that plan out yet but that's that's what we're building up to here and um it's a very just a strange move on sam's part um so they they roll up to this guy's house lots of keep out signs there um they knock on the door Castiel's like, I'm gonna kick it down?" And Sam's like, "Dude, chill." yeah <laughs> like,
0: "I'm I'm trying to help." <laughs> Castiel literally, I no, only know how to do three things.
1: I, I think Sam says, "Like, chill out, man," and he says, "I'm helping."
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, poor Castiel. Yeah, it, it <laughs> I'm <out>. helping. <laughs>
1: uh, but the, the, this, you know, Oliver comes to the door. He can read their minds. He knows Sam is a um, man of letters, and he um, doesn't know what Castiel is. Castiel's like, "I'm an angel," and the dude's like, "That's not possible. I'm an atheist." Um, but um, yeah, they head inside. <laughs>
0: yeah and uh I, I like the fact that like he only gets colors from castiel's mind but uh he can mm-hmm. see uh like a short gimp or something i think he says in, in sam's mind He just sees is, a
1: lot of
0: denim yeah a just, lot of denim. Just, just, it's fields of denim imagine <laughs> it's, it's, of it. it's it's the dark tower and it's your are rolling of gilead and instead of roses it's just denim leading up to the, <laughs> the giant black mark dungaree flowers <laughs> we need to protect the dungaree
1: with the little, you know, the little, the, you know, the center part of the, the flowers, the stupid, the, the bulb or whatever, but it's just a little dungaree button. Yep. There you go. The center. <laughs> uh, like the ones you get on the corner of pockets, you know? Um, and that's Castiel. That, and then the, the dark tower is, well, he's, he's tall, dark and handsome, but, um, anyway, so they, uh, um, so basically they, they, go they, in,
0: they cajole him into, uh, wanting to uh, yeah. talk to Bobby. Um, he calls sam a hippie yes they uh we go back over to dean who uh has been losing his game he raises up the price to 300 dollars, and of course the kid can't cough up that much cash he steals all of his friends cash which is like that's a giant no-no to me but then yeah has to put his watch on the table we go back over the seance where sam pulls out bobby's hat which I, i am not a fan of like i don't I, I get why you would keep it, but like if you're gonna if you're gonna be weird about Bobby's hat, number one, maybe pick one that he didn't get shot in. Like there's a literal bullet hole in this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know I don't know if the show remembered that, but I was I was looking for the bullet hole because that's how that <laughs> motherfucker died.
1: Maybe he had multiple uh multiple copies. Sam probably fucking sewed that shit up the nerd. Oh, that's that's so he fucking is.
0: weird. Yeah, that's what he was fucking sewing on the he, outside while he, he was sitting in a hospital waiting room, like just oh, I'm just gonna make this nice for Bobby so when he gets out of here, he'll have a Maybe oh. so, man. But that's Sam. So- also, Sammy. also, please just watch this. Like, it looks like the grungiest motherfucking like, are you sniffing this? What are you doing with this? hat? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but really he brings don't like it, it, it in
2: don't really and they like
0: contact it. Bobby via
1: seance. Yes. Um, and yeah, this is we see Bobby reading his toy Stip spelling book the whole, the whole night. He's listening to music, chilling out. And he's like, holy shit, Sam Winchester's talking to me. Um, and I believe this is where they lay out the, the plan. We to, have to uh
0: we have to we have to go back to Dean first. So okay, uh, okay. Dean wins the cash, takes the watch, walks into the bathroom, um, and then Rowena shows up out of nowhere oh, and wow. is like, Hey boys to all of the college kids and then we go back over to Sam, who has explained to Bobby basically off screen. He's like, And that's what's been going on and Bobby's like, Wow, that's a lot, just another day in the life. Um and he's <laughs> like, Well let me let me talk to Dean and Sam's like he's um he's shitting his pants out in this seance <laughs> yeah his <laughs> bathroom he just he's just he's just he's got IBS now now that he doesn't yeah you campaign. might be able to hear it
1: <laughs> those burgers man they finally caught up to him it just Castiel wrecked the his stomach <laughs> uh, uh, uh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's just shrugging looking at Sam making the noises like uh, is this is this right
0: is this the noise that you make I don't know I don't do this anymore I Sam's had to do still this looking at time. him dismissively even though he's selling it because
1: Jesus. Sam's just an asshole this one. Um,
0: um, Castiel lays out the plan. Uh, they yeah. want Bobby to escape from his personal heaven, find a portal to Earth, bring Castiel into heaven. They will find Metatron and uh, they will break him out. And of course, Bobby's like, "So if I break out of this personal heaven, nobody's going to be following me around." And like, "Oh yeah, totally, totally. They're going to be following you around. The angels are not going to like this at all." Um, yeah. And Bobby. Um, this seems.
1: Go ahead. It just
0: seems like we're putting Bobby
1: in a lot of trouble here.
0: I uh, I'm going to save my comments for that. Uh, but for, for the end of the episode, because I have feelings about this, uh, mm. but I just want to quote autumn who, who, as this was happening on screen said, what the fuck Sam? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I like, I get it. We're saving Dean Winchester, right? Like we're, we, we've got to save Dean. Uh, Dean would probably go to the end of the earth and all of the end of the heavenly realms to save Sam. And so Sam has to do the same thing. Uh Getting in touch with your dead uncle dad and using him to spring the worst prisoner in heaven has out of jail and bring him back to Earth is one of the dumbest and worst plans Sam Winchester has ever had in his entire fucking life.
1: Yeah. Um a lot of people, a lot of fans will just say like, oh Sam did something stupid again, and I, um I just I hate that. I hate Dean gets gets all of the good things that people say about Supernatural, and Sam gets all of the bad things people say about Supernatural. Um He's just done something stupid again, and that sucks. And that's, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like desperation. There's a little bit of, um, there's a little bit of dramatic irony later on in the episode, which I really did enjoy. Sam Winchester's fucking up again, and, that, and that's annoying, um, that they can't think to do anything else with Sam, um... But uh, and then Rowena revealing, oh, the Mark of Cain is just a curse and I can remove that curse. Um, so there is the, the definite dramatic irony of somebody doing something really bad to accomplish a goal and then finding out that that goal could probably be accomplished in a different way. Um, I liked that part of it. But yeah, it kind of sucks that this is um.
0: Did you, going the way it's gone. Did you like it later on in the episode when the writers specifically spelled that out for you? <laughs> do they say do they say like. Oh yeah, like thing? The, the the Bobby's thing is like you know sometimes being bad, sometimes doing doing a little bad to do a lot of good, and but you know sometimes the bad costs too much or or whatever. Like they oh, they yeah. they literally yeah. lay all of this out, but uh, it but that's neither here nor there. I um I I wish they would make Sam a little bit more desperate. I think this would work for me if he was a little more desperate. I Also, kind of wish he that, seems very in control the whole time, so it's like uh, he, okay, he, he he seems very cold and and like I this is my plan, this is what I'm going to do, uh, and to be honest with you, since he killed Cain, Dean hasn't like, like Dean's in trouble, but he's not mm-hmm. break Metatron out of heaven in trouble just yet. Right? Like right. we're not, I don't right. feel like they, the, it seems like Sam is jumping ahead of this problem. And like, maybe, maybe he's, he's right on that of like, I got to get ahead of the bark of Cain before it gets real fucking serious. But I I just like, this seems like such an overreaction and I'm not dogging Sam, but it's just, it's it's just like the nature of the show at this point. But, man, like I was watching this entire time and I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like, why, mm-hmm. why are you doing? None of this seems good. Like you should know better. It's, you knew yeah, it was demon I, blood. <laughs> like there's, there's right.
1: It's there's called demon stuff, blood. <laughs> there's some stuff that um, I like that they do with this a little bit later on, but I wish that they had had like more of a concrete plan where they're like, we can bind him with this thing and we know it's going to work.
2: Yeah. And exactly.
1: like X, Y, Z, whatever. I mean, again, they do some cool stuff, but um, I wish that Sam had done a certain thing at the end of this episode. We'll get to it. So uh, where are we at?
0: So uh, Bobby Dean, says Dean? after after he yes. hears this plan, Bobby's like, "Hey, do you guys have anybody else that can do this? Because uh, this this does not sound good." And they're like, "No, it's just you." And he's like, "Okay, cool." Um, and right. then Dean walks out of the bathroom. Um, I remember maybe his eyes flashed back later. Um, they yeah, well, he looks into the mirror and for yeah. like a second he thinks okay. he sees Demon Dean. Been, I may, must not have noted it now, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Dean walks out and finds the bar completely empty except for Rowena um she calls her evil skank she says hell yeah here's the evil skank and like, girls aren't too bad um and then the college kids come out to fuck him up and their eyes are all bloody just like the sex workers that we saw a few episodes ago when she was introduced and they uh dean is about to dean lays one out grabs a pool cue and is about to stab him when he realizes like all of the bad shit he did for the mark before and stops himself Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then Rowena tries to cast her spell on him
1: by like using like the marks all over her body to, to blast him and um, cool it, it does purple, it's a very cool the effect there's purple, a big weird, flash and smoke thing yeah like yeah this. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't do anything to Dean you know he flinches away from it, but there there was no impact and so now he's got her at knife point and um, I guess he doesn't he doesn't kill her um,
0: and again, I don't, I don't want to sound too horny, but I can't help but think if she had taken all her clothes off to use all of the sigils at one time, it would have worked better. <laughs> um, oh, wait, so I
1: was like, wait, why doesn't Dean kill her? It's because she's like, oh, I'm the only one who can like f- fix those like those dudes, so you should probably yeah. not kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess Dean doesn't, because the next time we see Rowena, she's just gone back
0: to uh, hell. And she, um, she also tells him that she's there to uh, save Crowley. And uh, basically save Crowley's reputation, and because she's Crowley's mother, which Dean did yeah, not do. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Dean is just very good. It's like, why is this my life now? Like, this is yeah. just me stumbling into places and getting into the weirdest fucking trouble ever. Um,
1: um so we cut back to Bobby. He's instructed to look for uh, Heaven's escape hatch, which is some goofy ass shit. So there's just it's something that shouldn't be there. Is how Castiel describes it. He finds Bobby finds like a silver thread in his rug and he pulls it up and it reveals like a like a secret like hatch and it's like this is heaven and y'all got a secret hatch in the wall like this is some goofy shit and i know sure that's how it's manifests itself to bobby that's a way that he can understand it it's just it's very very silly i have one question for you
0: chris mosher Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where's ash
1: that's. I was thinking, like, ask Ash to
0: do this. Like, like, don't what, make it Bobby.
1: What is that? We don't care about doing? Ash. Yeah, we don't. Nobody yeah. cares
0: about Ash. He'd be so down to do this. Like, he, and he would yeah. probably like enjoy all of the consequences. He could work his way around that. Like, let Bobby live his goddamn life in heaven. Like, mm-hmm. reading his book and drinking his his whiskey. Jesus Christ. But Hasn't where is it Ash? Uh, Bobby walks out into a hallway uh, full of uh, very similar doors to his. Then they all have versions of uh, Robert Singer uh, written on the door. Um, including a couple of Roberto's and things like that. Uh, cause
1: heaven is, uh, in alphabetical order.
0: Of course. It's the best way to sort people. <laughs> Fucking <supernatural>, billions, man, <laughs> Billions of people, Chris, that happen. You know, we're just all going to put all of the Robert singers in this one hallway and have a guard, a literal yep. guard. Like what? Don't it's even very, get me started on the I, a, angel walkie-talkie that happens later. Jesus fucking. Yeah, Christ.
1: imagine, imagine removing, introducing heaven into your show, and then removing anything interesting about it. So fucking. You know, when
0: angel had it, when angel, when when heaven had a jail, I was like, oh okay i can see like the the weird like heaven's jail has a ring to it mm-hmm. right like that's a place i would go in diablo 3 and like fight a right. guy right but like right. now now we're in the hallway of robert singers and i'm like well diablo 4 you're not really doing it for me now i don't right. like that you're right. running out of ideas oh shit um it's silly so yeah he's got to um he's gonna
1: go to a room with like the number 42 on it which i looked up it's like a I thought it was a real like number of death, but it's just something from Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, um, yeah it's
0: the meaning of life or whatever. Like it's the yeah. yeah so, yeah.
1: um, yeah, he's got to go and uh, open open that door. I don't even know if he does that here because we cut back to Rowena, yes. who is back in hell, and she's slicing herself up, and then goes to see Crowley, and is like, "Look what Dean did to me," and we're like, "Girl, you didn't do that."
0: Um, <laughs> I love you know how dismissive Crowley is in this scene of her is is very very nice because uh. I complained a lot about the last episode where she's like, yeah, I'm being passive aggressive or I'm being manipulative. That's what I'm going to do. And he was just kind of checked out here. He seems like he wants to get a little bit of his old evil back. And it's Mm -hmm. like, he's just very dismissive. And like, I, I have them exactly where I want them. Like, of course you tried to kill Dean and let me guess, nothing happened because it's almost like he's protected by, by on high by something like, what are you doing? And I think that's when he tells her about the curse and she says, oh, I can, you know, that's just a curse. Like I, yeah, can, I can get remember get that. It. Yeah. And I was like,
1: holy shit. I actually legitimately was like very excited when, when she said that because me too. I might have seen this episode. It's, it's getting, it's very, this whole part of it is so fuzzy. I know I keep saying that like every episode. Um, I did sort of remember the scene, the pool scene so like maybe i have but this i didn't remember at all so when rowena said that i was like fuck man like that is actually good if i had known what they were building up to with her this would have worked a little bit better um but regardless of of any missteps or how it felt so far that moment was good it's like we've introduced this character we've given her a, a side arc that we haven't really enjoyed but now regardless it's paying off in a big way of her saying i can get rid of the mark it's just some bullshit it's just a curse it's an old curse it's the first curse but it's just a curse and i can get rid of it and you know, i'll figure out a way and i love that the villain getting rid of the the mark of Cain because so then she can kill dean like that is just perfect for me it works so well that it just falls so in line with everything yeah. and then even though i think sam and i is doing something really silly um and i don't like the supernatural is like making him the butt of the joke again almost um Uh, I like the dramatic irony on play there because of like, Hey, we're we're okay. We're going to do this, this big thing to, to save Dean and secretly, you know, the audience now knows there's actually a way easier way probably to uh, have it fixed. I love it. I'm really happy that this paid off this way. It's very satisfying. Um, but this conversation doesn't stop there. It continues with her being like, you need to go get revenge, uh, to Crowley Ruina tells him like, you need to go deal with him. And she, he's like, you're not, you're, you're nobody. Like. Get out out of here. Nobody right. gives a
0: fuck. Yeah, yeah. No, but nobody cares about this. Or is that is that later in it? It's uh, later that yeah, he that tells that her later. to leave. But like right yeah. now, they, that's they, right they he do, goes to talk to Dean first. Yeah, um, they do have that conversation that where she's because he's saying like I don't have to do anything you tell me to do. And she's like, well, you know, people will talk, demons will talk, and they'll know that you know they they people have already seen me and they'll see this and they'll and that your reputation will be ruined. And he's just like, whatever. I do not care at all about any yeah. of this. Um, yeah. um. So now, now
1: all the bobbies break out of heaven. That's where we are, and because uh, obviously Bobby he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna like." gonna create a distraction and just i guess open up the doors to all the other bobby singers and ask them to help me
0: did you uh (laughs) there's a couple of things i like about the scene where the the guy has like the angels come out and is like i just need you to return to your personal heavens in a quietly quiet and orderly fashion and then bobby says something like oh yeah who's why are you the boss around here and then all of the other Bobbies are like yeah (laughs) like just (laughs) ready to fucking riot i just found out i'm in heaven (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) the dude on his walkie-talkie that he has for some reason is like they're very surly i repeat they're very surly it's there's a whole there's just a whole mess of bobbies it's a whole mess of bobbies but regardless he makes it to the door and he's able to um let cassie yell in.
0: did you see the patty stardust bobby uh, no, I didn't. Auto made me rewind it. There's a guy, like, she told me actually not to tell anybody about this, but you know, oh well. Um, Here you are. But there's publicly. a guy, there, there's like a redheaded dude in this scene that's wearing like very loud, like 70s style British clothing. And it's like, which is just very, Patrick Stardust. Yeah, like it's just very. Yeah, definitely. So, I had yeah. that
1: picture of him as my background forever. On my phone. It's a uh, great picture.
0: When I, <clears throat> when I was uh, looking for uh that screenshot that I sent you of you still late today. I stumbled across a screenshot of him having his head shaved. And I was like, wow, this was not a good look for you, my dude. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Bobby opens all the doors. He goes and finds Castiel. He opens it up. Um, and, uh, that's it.
1: Yeah. Uh, room 42 opens the gate. Cass slow-mo jumps into heaven. Um, Bobby wants to know what the fuck is going on with Dean. I actually skipped a scene because Crowley does go and talk to Dean before this. Um, and uh there's not much going on there they're just both in the bar hop back over to bobby yeah he's let Cass in Cass slow-mo jumps in i don't know why it was slow but whatever um bobby wants to know what the fuck's going on with dean castiel admits yeah dean actually doesn't know um what's going on here and bobby is immediately like holy shit the winchesters are at it again the Winchesters are doing their dumb garbage poo poo brain stuff. Have you guys even dumb.
0: seen season four? What is wrong with you? Have you, you guys <laughs> seen?
1: Oh my god. Um, and the writers are in the fucking. Like, apparently they don't have a writing room, but the writers are just jotting this shit down or writing in their notebooks and just going, yeah, this is a fucking good idea. This is yeah, really good, good shit. This is
0: good shit. What if one of the brothers goes behind one of the other brothers' back? That's good shit. When they did it to save him. He was doing something bad to do something good. What if that would happen? Oh, it's
1: fucking dude! Oh my god, I'm so fucking hard right now. Um, so. Cut back to uh, Dean and Crowley. Um, Dean's like, dude, I didn't fucking slice up Rowena. I don't give a shit. Um, And then Crowley tells Dean, hey, yeah, the mark can actually be removed. It's a curse. My mom told me. Um, (laughs) Dean's like, yeah, well, my dad works for Nintendo. And he says you can get banned if you don't let me play. (laughs) He Um, said you can
0: play as Luigi uh, in Zelda. um, That'd be a much different game. I... Real, real small point here. Uh, Crowley's drinking like one of his fruity mixed drinks and mm-hmm. it's got a pitchfork in it instead of an umbrella. Hmm. Very small, cute little That's detail. I like that. That's fun. I, That's fun. Uh, I uh, love this conversation. Um, they, uh, you know, Crowley asked like, am I, she, t- she thinks I'm getting soft and Dean's like, yeah, dude, you are like the old Crowley would have come in here, blown the doors off this place and had like 18 demons. You came in and wanted to talk. Like I, 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 yeah, you definitely are getting soft. And he says, "Well, you know, maybe we're getting old." And Dean's like, "Oh, I never saw that coming. <laughs> like, I never yeah. thought, never thought I'd be getting old, Jesus." And um, he asked, he specifically asked Crowley, like, "Why? What is it about this woman that like gets you that, that that nuts you up so much? That gets you so crazy?" And he said, "Well, it's blood. Like, she's she's my mom. It's blood." And Dean gives this great speech about, and it's I know they're doing it because Bobby's in the episode, but you know, blood family doesn't end in blood. Um, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Gives that speech of you know it's people that are always there for you that are willing to to help you even when you when they can't help when you can't help them and and things like that and, and Crowley's like realizing- the way that he
1: says it is basically like trying to it's to me it sounded like it was trying to imply that um even though Dean wouldn't want them to do what they're doing like it's f- it's for the best because Sam or and Cass love him so it's it's okay that they're doing this thing behind his back like the way that he phrased it it was like like a nod and a wink to the audience like. I was like, okay, guys, I think, <laughs> I think Dean's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I
0: just like this though. Like I've, yeah,
1: it was actually, it was really good. It was a really good moment. It's they it just like took a breath. Everything took a breath. It was like season 10 was took a breath yeah. and just, just the, the casual exchange, this like almost somber exchange between Dean and Crowley being like, look at us, like, look how much we've changed. Look how weird everything is now
0: um wasn't yeah, it weird when we had so much sex with each other earlier this season yeah <laughs> do you remember when right, we, we had all that sex together
1: <laughs> yeah um sorry <laughs> so yeah it's they, weird and they talk think about, about that they, uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i guess oh, all right so back to castiel and bobby confronting metatron metatron is like yep nope i'm not helping you uh after all that shit i don't want to be anywhere near dean Castiel's like, well, you don't have to worry about being near Dean. Uh, it's just me now. It's just me you have to worry about. Uh, he's the one who's going to be doling out punishment. Um, they are able to get him out once they, this little back and forth, they're able to get him out. Because um, mm-hmm. obviously, um, Metatron still thinks that he can manipulate Castiel, which he very much does at the end of this episode. 100%. And uh, yeah, so they they take him out. And this is where like Sam was just like, whole new level of freak again. They get out there. I think Castiel just like slits his throat. Metatron's throat takes his grace. And then Sam just shoots him in the knee. And they're like, yep. All right. You're fucking mortal now, bro. If you don't tell us what we want to know, I'll just blow your fucking brains out
0: i love it like it's so good because metatron it's comes so down fast th- th- it's th- like oh my god got, thinking he's got all this leverage of like i've got this and i've got that and they're like yeah well now you're mortal and we're going to torture you if you don't give us what we want and he immediately turns into like a sniveling like rat of like oh i was just saying that all of that the blood ends at the river I, like that's just i was just saying bullshit to keep you guys you know truck it along until i could figure out a way to kill you like that's all i was doing Mm -hmm. uh but he does say he knows where castiel's grace is so they're gonna have to deal with some of that uh, in in a little while
1: yeah because once once um they realize oh he doesn't actually know anything sam's like all right i guess i'll just shoot him but then when he says the thing about the grace sam's like all right it's your call castiel and then we don't see what happens so presumably they didn't kill him
0: yeah uh crowley shows up in rowena's room uh, with all of his fuck you and ready. <laughs> like he is just ready to fucking, he starts yelling about he's the king of hell. He doesn't need her. Uh, Rowena is in tears. This is as much as I've complained about, uh, I can't remember the name of the actress, Ruth, as as a doing this stick. I just haven't really liked as Rowena. She fucking kills it here. She's a borderline mm-hmm. on tears and is so upset. She says, you know, you can't, I'm your mother. And he's like, I don't have a mother. What have you ever done to me? Would you even be here if I wasn't the king of hell? that kind of stuff. This is a fantastic scene. And he, you know, it's uh, rough stuff. It's, you know, having this kind of weird ass mother stuff is for the king of hell is is fucking, it's just like, he just kicks her ass out. Like you need to get the fuck out Mm -hmm. and go. I don't want to see you again. And I, man, he is kind of old, scary Crowley again. Yeah. He, he just reasserted himself in a way that we haven't seen in a while. Um,
1: which makes me think like, okay, yeah, he just had this great moment with Dean. So like, is this now now that he's going to reassert himself is this going to put the winchesters back on his shit list right because like he's always been a tentative ally but you, you never know what's going to happen with crowley and now i'm i i feel like we can fear him again a little bit which is which is great um so from there i think the scene leaves which is like with rowena um just crying, sta- standing like, there yeah yeah um and then we cut to sam coming back to the bunker And they both basically lie about everything that's just happened. Um, Yeah. Dean says he was Had
0: a quiet night, went to the bar, played some pool. Sam's like, oh yeah, the movie was good. And goes to his room. Um, I, I, you know, there's, when they do these jumps in time, they did it the first of the episode. I understand like you want your, your first five seconds of the, of the show to be astounding, right? Like you want to show Bobby Singer before you, Mm -hmm. you show anything else. So like you do, you show it and then you 24 hours earlier to lead up to that. But here, Sam walks into his room and he brings out a piece of paper and then he just like flashes back to like 20 minutes ago maybe where Castiel yeah. handed him in a piece of paper and said it's from Bobby. So like some point during... The, them running from angels and breaking out Metatron and getting them back to the door 42 like Bobby sat down with a piece of paper and wrote like an extremely sad letter to Sam Winchester which is a very <laughs> yeah. Bobby Winchester thing to do but it seems ridiculous where did he get a piece of paper from in heaven Chris where did yeah, he get I a pen know. I don't I guess it's I guess it's heaven
1: so he's just allowed to have whatever his desire is but that's I don't in know. the
0: room that's in the Bobby Seeker room this is just the heaven jail that they're in right now I don't, and I don't care like let me let me say this just real i don't actually care at all like it's just it's 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 enough but like it's just this kind of shit that i'm like why why are we going through all of this anyway please yeah, yeah I- um
1: yeah he basically just tells sam don't go behind dean's back you guys have done this before it's not worth it you have to tell him what you're doing um it's it's the only way between you two it's just it's not worth going
0: behind each other's back Um, I like the, the stuff he says about, I know it's the life doing a little bit of bad to do a lot of good, but sometimes that little bit of bad can have, you know, huge consequences. It can do a lot worse. Um, while we're reading, and by the way, Sam's reading this and Bobby Singer is, you know, narrating this, of course. Um, so it's extremely sad because that dude can act his fucking ass off. Uh, Mm -hmm. we see like Rowena walking down the street and her leaving. Um, he tells Sam that he's a, he's a good man. Uh, Sam Winchester, and I'm damn proud of you, son, which brought tears to my eyes because Jesus fucking Christ, Jim Beaver, how can you be this good and still be on Supernatural? Um, Angels, as he starts to talk about like doing these things, no matter what the consequences are, angels walk into his personal heaven uh, where he is just sitting there and then he, uh, so obviously like his his eternity has gotten fucked up. So thank you, Sam, for yeah. that. Like not to not to dog your boy out, but like again, you couldn't go to Ash. <laughs> like you can't yeah. <laughs> Ash would have signed up for this in a heartbeat. Uh but yeah, it apparently, you know, Bobby's eternity is fucked up. And it ends with uh Bobby Stan kicking in the ass and Sam crying in his room by himself.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what's gonna happen with Bobby. I'll just pretend that they're just gonna punish him like one time and then I'll put him back in his room.
0: Yeah, just a little spanking. Just a little- like you already made it to heaven, you know? <laughs> i mean are they just gonna like take away his tory spelling book for a month like is that i
1: don't know what the fuck they're gonna do it's fucked up to think about
0: though it is fucked up to think about i feel bad for bobby in this entire situation uh Mm -hmm. yeah i like this episode a lot chris the the rowena stuff really really works for me um through and through the bobby stuff i thought was was, was really fun like this this i mean it's it's one of those things where if I think about it too hard at all, I get mad and it all falls apart, but it's supernatural yeah. and I don't have to think about this stuff that hard. So I just can right. race past it. Um, Dean's d- d- ability to find an edge and walk on it. in just about every single scene, or I guess Jensen's ability to do that as Dean is just fascinating to watch. Like I love every single bit of it when he walked up to yeah. the teens or the college kids and started acting drunk like he was a totally different dude and I was like, God damn Jensen, how are you this fucking good? Uh yeah. It's good stuff. He wears is. it like a glove. He does. He wears Dean like a glove. <laughs> he does. <laughs> what about you? What's your final thoughts on this one? Yeah,
1: I like this. Uh I wish that Sam wasn't you know, I'm I'm sure people were screaming at their TVs when they watched this. Um finding out that like my coworker was like, Oh yeah, I don't give a shit about Sam at all. I was like, Oh, okay. So you're just a representation of like the, uh, the fandom. Um,
0: anyway. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was a good episode regardless. Yeah. I think it's a fun one. Um, last thoughts or you're good. You're ready to get out of here. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, folks, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. So we'll be back next week for more supernatural. Uh, in the meantime, you can help us out by going to patreon.com slash monster of the week. Donate a couple of bucks. You can get access to our Discord, so you can chat with us directly, as well as all of the Monster of the Week folk. Um, get some really, really good people in there and a couple of bad eggs, like Eric. There's, um, <laughs> You also get ex- access to the exclusive podcast uh, that we do as for stuff like Cowboy Bebop, the Witcher book series, and we're about to start Haunting of Hill House. So check that out. It's all good, good, good stuff. If you want to talk to us, uh, the podcast is at Cast. I am at JG Greer. Chris, you are at local bones you can find links to all of that and merchandise including shirts stickers smanford gear anything that you could possibly want that we have thought of and put on a store <laughs> at <laughs> monster of the be sure to check out thinkingface.cool, our weird emoji podcast that is both funny and scary and uh yeah we will be back next week with um oh <laughs> i didn't have the right name. uh And I'm just going to edit all of this out. We'll be back next week with... Oh, well, this is boring. Felicia Day returns as Charlie. Oh, all right. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.
1: for the update discord. I appreciate it. Oh hello there.
0: Oh hello. Hey
1: you can hear me huh?
0: I can hear you. I got you in both I, ears.
1: I got you in both ears. What's is that different? Is I always got you in both
0: ears. Yeah I always have in both ears too. And the back of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and the bottom of my balls. Whoa <laughs>
1: How are you Chris Measure? I'm doing alright. It's windy as hell here, Jeremy. I heard we had a, a, a nor'easter, as they Ooh. call it. There's a large tree down in my backyard. Um, thankfully, it didn't land on anything, so I don't
0: give a shit. Are you gonna have to go out and chainsaw that bad boy up? My dad will. My dad will get the
1: chainsaw at some point. We'll uh, we'll go out there. I'll take care of it.
0: Come on, dude, get that chainsaw out. You know you want to do that. I don't do own stuff.
1: a chainsaw. Uh, just independently. Really?
0: I thought no, when you turned like, 25, someone just handed you a chainsaw. That's how it worked for no. me.
1: <laughs> I have all of my dad's old tools. They get the job done. I have an old tape measure. I have a old um, a screwdriver, uh, all, all sorts of screwdrivers. I got a couple hammers. What else do I need? A what's chainsaw, the, apparently.
0: <laughs> what's the most expensive tool you've ever purchased with your own money?
1: Oh, I don't know. I have purchased tools for my father, but I've never purchased an expensive tool for myself.
0: What, what's the most expensive tool that you own from your father?
1: I don't know. I like a like a sweet like a sweet hammer, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I have I have no clue. I have no. I don't have any power tool. No, I do. This is a drill. I think I have a hand me down drill somewhere. <laughs>
0: is it a hand crank? I don't <laughs> do you know. I just, ba- cause
1: cause I, just starts, use, I just always borrow his shit.
0: That's fucking hilarious.
1: Um, how are you, Jeremy? I'm doing well.
0: I uh I got the job fever, so you know.
1: Oh, yeah, the job fever. <laughs> I forgot what it was because you told me you were like you sent me some job thing and i was like uh well what is that and then you told me what it was yes and then i forgot it went out of my brain i I, you know bigger fish to fry you know probably um probably some anime news in my head or some bullshit right um and then you changed i just heard my own voice on your microphone did you that that scared me
0: can you hear it now huh hello can you hear me i can hear you can you hear yourself
1: I can, no. Okay. But it definitely did something weird and I don't know what that was.
0: Sorry. I was, I was moving some stuff around. I'm sorry. Please continue about your job story.
1: Job thing. Yeah. Uh, so job, and then you, you went into the discord and started changing everybody to jobs. True. And I was like, what the fuck is jo- like, Jopper 1 and Jopper 2? Like, what is this? I don't understand. I'm looking around. Everybody's confused, me what the joke is. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what the joke is. And then I was like, oh, wait, I think it's a ska thing.
0: Yes, that was which my favorite not.
1: part. <laughs> it's not a ska thing. It's a, it's a K-pop thing, which we only found thing. out today. new person in the Discord told us, and it's jumping and popping. I don't know what popping is, but it's that. Your your microphone is making so many strange computer noises, and I don't know what to make. Am I being hit by a car or, like, transported through time? I don't know what's happening to my body right now. Are these, like, X-Men sound effects? Did you get the Windows Media Soundboard or something? I got the job. did you hang up oh you're playing a song i can't i can't really hear
0: it oh well this is no fun if you can't hear it i gotta figure it's just cutting out. in and out
1: every two seconds i was just hearing sound effects then i heard them singing but it was um man i i i'm worried that me saying what i'm about to say is gonna like get us negative itunes reviews but <laughs> i don't i don't think i like k-pop very much
0: i don't think that's a bad thing to to think right
1: I don't know because anytime something is trending on Twitter, like I'll click on it to see like, oh, what's this? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, what is this term in relation to? <clears throat> and nine times out of ten, it's uh, K-pop fans uh, either like doxing somebody. I don't think they have the ability to dox anybody. As I say that, I'm probably going to get doxed. Um,
0: or, sure, yeah,
1: yelling at people saying this isn't my fault or K-pop stands did not cause this problem that's happening in the world i don't know there's just a lot of negativity mm-hmm. uh and it f- and it fills up every hashtag so i finally was like all right i'm gonna listen to i'm gonna listen to bts because they're like the super popular one they're on snl so like they're you know americanized i guess at this point like it's like mainstream over here that's what i thought i was just playing um,
0: by the way so i may not I, have been <laughs> though.
1: i don't know um so i i me and jess put on one of their videos and we were like holy holy moly this is this is really weird and bad um because they were like half rapping like insane like 1990s in sync dance moves it was like really weird to watch um and i was like okay obviously that was just a weird song like you know we're not the target demographic anyways it's just a weird song whatever we picked a different video and it was like the exact same thing and i was like man i don't under i don't understand this at all um a lot of, like I said this in Discord earlier, a lot of times I'll listen to something and I mean, I, so I can only speak for the one band. I can only say for BTS. A lot of times I'll listen to something that's super popular. I'll, I won't like it for myself, but I go, okay, yeah, I get it. I get why like kids would be into this or, or whoever. Um, but I listened to this and man, I just did not, I didn't get it. Um, it's obviously made, it's a cultural thing. So I can't claim, I can't claim to know, but um, it was weird. And I, I, I'm afraid I'm not a fan.
0: I was, I was thinking about this the other day of like, um, like, I, I don't remember where I saw it, but uh, somebody was like, had this expression or this, this phrasing on something of like, every time an adult gives a child advice, they're just trying to, it's all through the filter of like their failed dreams. Uh, like, you know, mm-hmm. what you really need to do is this so that you could have been the thing that I wanted to be when I was your age before I got older yeah. or, or aged or whatever. And I was thinking about that in terms of music of like how often we can, people like, or like, oh, this new music sucks. It's not like the old shit. And it's like, no it's not that the new music sucks. It's just different. Like you're, you're bitter and jaded and shitty now, and you've already had all of these emotional connections. And these kids are finding these emotional connections for the first time with shit that you don't Mm -hmm. like. And like, that's not a bad Mm -hmm. thing. It doesn't even make the music bad, but boy, does it make me not like a lot of music nowadays. Now -hmm. that I'm an emotionless Mm -hmm. husk of a person, I don't like as much music, (laughs) new music as I used to.
1: Yeah. I'd say for some reason at this point, a good, like fifty percent of the modern music that I listen to is in Japanese, um, so it's not like listening to something that's in a different language was the factor in it. I don't think. Um, but I, I to me it was just yeah, this sounds like what my sisters grew up listening to, which I was never super into. sounded like in sync B sides, you know, like I loved the the big mm-hmm. hits, Backstreet Boys and all that crap because I was in fifth grade. Um, <laughs> but you know the deeper cuts maybe they weren't as good, and that's what this reminded me of. So. Uh, I hope that we don't get um, burned at the stake for for saying this. If you're into K-pop, that's totally cool. Don't worry about it. Do you think there's Um, a lot of
0: crossover in Supernatural and K-pop?
1: I think so. I think there's a huge crossover. Yeah. Really?
2: Why? What what, gives you that?
1: Because because it's all like uh, like Tumblr Tumblr fandoms. Um, I when I by the time I kind of was getting off of uh Tumblr, I was like 22 or 23 when I stopped using it. Um, the like K-pop thing seemed like it was like really starting to like pick up steam. And I would see a lot of that everywhere. And I just, whatever. There was one band, I don't remember what it was, that I liked one of their songs. It was an all-girl group. Um, but one of their songs had, like popped up in some video whatever. So me and Steve were both like, oh, this is a really catchy song. We like this. And I think, I don't even know how to really, it was just a, like a sugary pop song. And I think that's kind of what I assumed K-pop was. Like standard pop music, like I'm used to, but just in Korean. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, the genre has changed and it probably is just a more modern genre that I'm not familiar with like regardless of like where the pop music comes from it's probably just a style of pop music that's now popular with kids that I have n- no bearing on and I'm just hearing it through this lens of something that I don't understand so yeah um you know maybe maybe I had to give it a fair shake but I got a lot of my plate you
0: know <laughs> you got a lot of shit to do chris you got a lot you got a lot of shit to listen to you got a lot right? of games to play you got a lot of tv to watch you got a, you got infinite mm-hmm. things that you could be doing besides forcing yourself to listen to something that doesn't like really attract you on the first blush like that's right. A zillion things. Right. Like, there could be infinite material out there for you to spend your time looking at.
1: So yeah. Um please uh please don't uh bomb us with reviews <laughs> or negative reviews. Um uh if you like K pop it's I'm sorry. It's not I I apologize. It's okay.
0: <laughs> um I've I've listened to I just thought this Jopping thing was funny. I haven't actually listened to the full song. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot that's what we were talking (laughs) about. (laughs) I just saw like... I got weird. I got weird. I saw uh, people on Twitter being like, yeah, Jopping. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking hilarious for some reason. I don't even know what Mm -hmm. that is. And then like it got super serious and I started seeing memes about it. And then like I I just decided to have some fun with it and not listen to any of the music whatsoever. So (laughs) other than like the 30 seconds of that thing that I played that you could barely hear. So
1: yeah, it's, uh, uh, you know, hey. Whatever whatever gets these kids moving? Okay. Just don't be mean to anybody. Yeah. Stop being mean to people online. Just... I see you kids on out there on Twitter because we're all on the same social media platform and when things trend that's a lot, a lot of what I see is is people being mean to each other. You... We should be a little bit nicer. How often
0: do you do you look at the trends on Twitter, Chris? How often? I
1: like every day. Like I, I get really bored looking at Twitter okay. and like when I have downtime, like, I'm just looking through scrolling through Twitter and like no like everybody's like still posting about like Bloodborne or something and I'm like that's cool. Um, I'm going to go to just see what's happening in the world or what's happening <laughs> on Twitter. And I click on a thing for three seconds and it's always people being mean to each other mm-hmm. or always somebody just like viciously dunking on somebody else. Usually the person deserves it, but I've now started just feeling icky and bad about um, everything. So maybe I should stop looking at trending stuff on Twitter because people are really mean.
0: People can be super mean about a lot of things. Uh-
1: people take a lot of pleasure in cutting each other down, um, which is not a new phenomenon, but... um it gets it bums me out a little bit sometimes i'm oh i'm I'm wondering a dark path i didn't come into this podcast with dark energy,
0: but here I am well, you know uh, you let me um fuck around with my audio settings for a while, and then I played you bad k pop and then you jo- and I you just dropped put you at, too much and now i'm like uh I've really dropped up this podcast
1: chris i'm really sorry. Man. You gotta jumpin' and popping is not something that I'm capable of with no. my old man body. No, no.
0: I I couldn't lock and pop, much less jop and pop. Like I'm, no. I'm not, I'm not gonna be able- <laughs> jop and pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the double pop. Like you gotta jop it and lock it, and then pop it, and then pop it again, and then
1: pop it, yeah. and then jump,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> and then jop. Then you got to do it all over again. So. and then you got to jop. Mm. Do you have you ever known any dance moves? Like, can, have, did you ever learn a named dance move?
1: Hmm. I mean, I don't. I mean, we did like the macarena when I was little, but that doesn't really count, does it?
0: Well, I guess. I mean, that's a. That's you know. I mean, it's a line dance. It was like a. It was
1: like a thing. It was just like a thing that people did. It wasn't like a you know. I don't know because there's like little things like that, but um, no, I don't know. I I did really like to dance when I was young, um, like jump around and like be energetic, and then I got I got then I. Started being depressed, and I stopped dancing. Oh, no. So I don't think, I don't think I learned any. Uh, I don't think I learned any, any dance moves. I mean, like there was like the worm stuff, like that. The robot, yeah, very yeah, simple yeah, 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 yeah. things, things that you've that seen that in
0: eighties like movies <laughs> that you can yeah, do to be funny. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, I tried to, I tried to floss the other day and I did it for about, oh. um, two seconds. I did it correctly and then I screwed up, oh, no. lost a lot of confidence in that one. Who was this? Who um, was
0: the audience for this? Was this this in the mirror just, for Chris Moser? It
1: was Jess. Jess was there. Okay. I think she takes uh, pleasure at my, um, my dancing failings.
0: That sounds like a TikTok account that needs to happen. Autumn's been telling me that you and Jess need your own lifestyle brand. Like she wants you guys to have like a lifestyle <laughs> brand magazine.
1: What does that mean? I don't mean
0: she just saw those pictures of you and Jess uh, that y'all put on Twitter of the pumpkins and she's like, look, oh. that's that's, lifesta- that's lifestyle lifestyle yeah. these two people need to teach people how to live. And I'm like, I don't think that either one of them wants to ever do
1: that. <laughs> oh, we we were very we were just very prepared
0: to take that picture. <laughs> <laughs> you guys spent a lot of time and effort making sure that pumpkin was a some- lot
1: of time and effort. I was like, We took this pumpkin pick a few years ago. There's a big ass pumpkin out there right now let's take a let's picture get, with let's
0: this. get let's duplicate it. let's get the sequel going yeah the pumpkin yeah. cinematic uh, universe
1: so everyone can see how much i've aged
0: <laughs> you haven't aged that much and really you actually haven't like i was looking at that it didn't look like you would age that dramatically to me
1: it's because i i am i am older but my beard is um thinner right now and um i've lost some weight so i think i look slightly like so for all of the gray there is a little bit of um narrowness mm. which is hopefully working in my favor
0: i um i had a guy come over to my house today to install <laughs> satellite tv Oh, okay. And uh he got out of the truck and like walked over and I like shook his hand. He's like, Hey man, I'm, I'm Brandon. I was like, Hey, I'm Jeremy. And it was all I could do. Like I literally I had to physically stop myself from saying, Dude, you have a fucking beard. Because <laughs> this guy had a fucking beard. Like it was and you could tell you know how you when you see a guy that like obviously takes care of his beard, and I don't know how to do that. Uh-huh. Like you've seen the facial hair that I grow. Like this is this is it for me. Like I don't this uh-huh. I don't even consider this a beard. It's just like a just fuzz on my face. But uh this dude like oiled, coiffed like the whole nine, <laughs> like it was like, if, if he doesn't take care of it, his wife does it for him because it looked real nice. Yeah, and I, yeah. it was all I could do not to be super fucking weird and just blurt that you're out. You're like swooning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why am I so like, I, I, I don't want to be like, I'm not attracted to your beard. I'm just, just
1: impressed by it. You're impressed by it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's super fucking weird.
1: Hey bro. I don't want to like freak you out, bro. But like you're, you're, that's fucking tight,
0: dude. <laughs> Sorry. I got a weird text. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude. Are you still Lake? Is that your beard? Are you still Lake? <laughs> dude.
1: <laughs> what you were sending me these sc- screenshots from must have been saved on your phone for a very long time because I was easily an iPhone 3 or an iPhone 4 yeah. that you were taking screenshots
0: yeah, on. Absolutely. Uh I have I have like I looked when I looked today I had 2500 screenshots in my screenshots folder. Oh, goodness. Um so I just zip to the top of that and they start around like that time period. It's got to be iPhone 3 wow. cuz I started with wow. the OG iPhone and it very quickly upgraded to the 3G or 3GS era. So, so I, uh, I've got all that shit.
1: I didn't know how to take screenshots until I had like an iPhone 5. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do it on a, excuse me, I don't know how to do it on the new phones because they don't have a button. And that freaks me uh, out. Do you have an iPhone? Yeah.
1: Wait, which one do you have?
0: I have the 8, but like the 10s the and 11s don't have buttons on the front anymore. Like they don't have a oh. home button, so it just confuses me. What? The somebody handed fuck? me their, their, their phone and I was like, how do you use? I felt like a fucking troglodyte. Like I was just like, how, how do I use the phone? There are no buttons on it. There's no rotary dial. How do I call somebody?
1: Ah. I'm very technology illiterate, um, which is why, like, I can't even fathom playing video games on PC. Like Steve always is like, dude, like it's not that hard. It's like people act like it's a big deal. It's not that big of a deal. I'm like, it is a big deal for me. I, I there's not a, there's not a chance in hell that I could figure out any of that. It just isn't. It just isn't in my brain. I'm doing a podcast where I talk about my feelings, all right. I don't have the mechanical <laughs> brain to figure out how to put together my own computer all right. I just can't fucking do it. I need you all to accept that that I can't do it
0: It's um I did computer stuff for fucking years. I put together my own computers. I did that professionally and in my personal life like i did i I've been around computers all of my fucking life um you could not. I guess you could probably pay me enough. I, yeah, I have a price point, but like it, it I just, <laughs> I just don't fucking care about it. I don't want to spend the time researching the correct brand of graphics card and RAM and coolant and cooling device and PSU, PSU, and all that shit. I don't want to find like a cool looking case. I don't want to have to search Newegg for twenty five minutes trying to find a case that doesn't have a neon light in it because I don't want a fucking neon light in my house, like. I don't want to do any of that <laughs> stuff. And then I don't want to like spend an hour and a half putting that shit together and then spend another hour and a half installing windows and then spend an hour installing games and then have it go like, Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have WHQL version 6.80. So you can't fucking play driver three or whatever. I'm really dating myself. So with what this. you're saying
1: is you don't want a
0: rig. I don't want a rig Chris. I want a, I want a battle station. I don't want a <laughs> rig. I want a podcasting battle yeah. station though. I have yeah. Different brands. Yeah.
1: I just want, you know, I want PlayStation Five to be backwards compatible, so I can put my PS2 away. Yeah,
0: I want I want one device to play them all. I want I want to be the Lord of the Rings because
1: I am you know I am a weird person. And right next to my television, I have a bookcase, and on that bookcase, it's PS2 games, PS3 games, PS4 games, and then way down at the bottom, I even have my PS1 games. They're just out on display at all times in my life.
0: They're there. I've a uh... I think I've told you I've been cleaning out the garage and so I have these two stacks of video games four stacks of video games sitting beside my desk Ooh. now uh, and we have people coming over this weekend that's going to be sleeping in this room so I have like tomorrow and Saturday morning to figure out what the fuck to do with all of this stuff and clean everything.
1: You got any You got any fat PS2 games?
0: Uh, I don't have any PS2 games. Uh, <sighs> I have some PS3 stuff in there like if you want a copy of you know God of War Remastered for some reason I got you. I got you fam. <laughs> I'm looking at, a, at, at an Xbox 360 copy of fable three right now that was a good one i've got this sony i've got the playstation 3 um like sizzle disc that came with the console like do you ever do you did you ever like put that in it would show you like videos of the games that i never even got that really i never
1: even got that but i did have one for ps1 um when we got our ps1 it was basically for my sister because little little baby shithead chris wanted an n64 but he had no say in the matter because he was he was, like, five, and my sister was, like, 26 and had a job already, so she was like, I'm purchasing this for the family. She wasn't. She's six years older than me. <laughs> um, but, the th- like, she had more sway because she was the older child, and for whatever reason, she wanted a PS1. I'm really surprised she didn't get Xbox with big hands. This was before Xbox. If, if we knew there was a larger option, you know, <laughs> I'm sure they would have gone for it. Um, but yeah we i don't know we got we got a ps1 but i don't know if we got any games for it we just had the demo disc that came with it that had parapa the rappa might have had tomb raider 1 on it i don't remember there was some underwater scuba diving game that was scary as fuck and then just like a bunch of like sizzle reels for like weird games uh there was a tank game on there that my dad liked a lot uh i wish i could find that disc but i don't think i would even be nowhere to start but anyway. Showing off the true capabilities of the of the PS One on that thing.
0: Yeah, four thousand Mario's, right? Didn't they show that at one point? <laughs> like a bunch of Mario's running a around the screen, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Look how many Mario's we could put somewhere. Um, I used to steal uh, PlayStation One demo disc from magazines at stores. That was a that's that, that's cool. my confession. Like, cool. I just rip open that plastic, put the disc in my pocket, and just walk away like I was a fucking crime lord.
1: Sam, you was a bad boy. I
0: was. I was. <clears throat> I was evil i love demo disc man i I wish they were still demo disc and there kind of is like for the psvr you can download uh, it came with a demo disc and then you can actually download other demo disc as a digital like thing like it's not like eight things that appear in your home menu. it's just one and then you can select from the eight things that and then once you like open up the ui or whatever it's really weird interesting um
1: yeah i have um i have a few demo discs for ps2 um from uh, playstation magazine yeah that i I was going through all my old magazines recently i had them in a box for years and years and years and i cracked it open i was looking through them and i yeah i found a couple of discs one of them i thought it had final fantasy X on it but it has just like a video about it on there uh one of them is like the worst shit ever it's like mary kate and ashley Uh... fucking some random like nickelodeon cartoon that's not even on anymore like it's it's some hot garbage but the other one's got some good stuff on it uh i had one that i played over and over that had like the first no it was a walkthrough for the first area in eco Nice, um, And I watched that all the time, and that's what made me buy that game, because I was like, I'm very familiar with how to get through the windmill section of this game, so I want this game. Um, and I also, I was able to play the Shadow of the Colossus demo. I don't have that, though. A friend of mine had that, um, where you get to climb up to the top of the um, mm-hmm. hidden tower mm-hmm. using like the glitch, and then... Um, there's the headless girl up there.
0: It was very, very exciting stuff. Oh yeah, dude. I was. Uh, I went to like two different stores looking for that magazine. I paid for that magazine. I didn't. I didn't go back to my criminal ways. <laughs> I paid for that magazine and I brought home the demo. <laughs> I was so excited for it. Oh man, that stuff was so good. I had a uh, demo, like a shareware copy of a game called Carmageddon, which Ooh. all you need to know about Carmageddon is in the title, right? Like it's you're in a car yeah, and it's Armageddon. Um, the 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 humor was so edgy. They would give you uh, a bonus called a cunning stunt bonus. Ah. Yeah, yeah, but basically you just ran over with people, but it was just the first level and that's all you needed because you got, you could just run over people constantly and I was, you know, 10 and then I was like, hell yeah. All you need. Those memories were so uh, great for me. Obviously, I had so much like nostalgia for that when they kickstarted like a modern version. Like, I put ten or fifteen dollars in, they got a free Steam copy of that game, which I've never played because mm-hmm. I don't play games on Steam. Yeah. And then they they <laughs> sent me a thing, and they were like, "We're gonna do another drive of a funding for the three sixty or I think maybe a PS four at that point PS four version." And I was like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm alright. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need this. I got my Steam key. Fixed. <laughs> yeah, I'm alright. I'm not gonna play that either. So I don't. I don't play <laughs> video games at all anymore. So." finding out that i
1: have like nostalgia for weird shit that i don't remember is um it's pretty wild uh ssx tricky did you ever play any of those games The snowboarding games yeah Mm -hmm. like i i fired ssx tricky up and um it blew my mind that i knew all of the stuff that the announcer was saying all of the little like quippy one-liners that the characters in the game say like the sound effects like it i couldn't play the game for shit but all of that stuff was like ingrained into my memory it was crazy like i know i have nostalgia for final fantasy um stuff like that that i'm like still a big fan of but i did not realize how much of the this random game was was in me i know it was a pretty popular game too so it's not like it's i'm the only one who played it or anything yeah. It's just like, you don't think that memories from a snowboarding game are going to stick with you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's some stuff out there where that like turned it on and been like, Oh wow. And then you're like, Oh wait, this is just fucking terrible Mm -hmm. and bad. Um, the internet was, was swept with nostalgia when Disney started doing all of their weird old movies. Like people were like, Oh, these these are all the shitty movies I watched as a kid. And I'm like, yeah, you you shouldn't remember that. (laughs) Like, why did you watch them so much? That's (laughs) weird. (laughs) We watched
1: a lot of Disney channel original movies. Um, Because on the Disney Channel, there's like no commercials for anything that's not Disney. So it's just like you're constantly inundated with it, Um, which they still I think that that could be wrong. But in my memory, they're taking commercial breaks just to tell you about the other shows that are on. Sure. that's it. Um, But every every month they would come out with a new Disney Channel original movie. It would be like the first or last Friday of the month or something like that. And they would just advertise it to you day in and day out. And when you're a kid, you're not watching too many different channels. So I would see these commercials for, you know, Johnny Tsunami eight thousand times and then that friday comes i'm like well i gotta watch this fucking movie
0: <laughs> i gotta know that it leaves you with i such gotta a know thing. what Johnny's up to yeah yeah i never did a lot of the disney stuff like I, I my i think i experienced that through my sisters um like my my little sister mm-hmm. got into a, a lot of that stuff uh i was i was always more into the edgier cartoons like the transformers and shit like that of course, of course. yeah of course
1: i watched beast wars a I lot knew beast Wars, school. yeah. It was legit. Um, There's also a PS1 game that was very bad. I, I, I
0: think, yeah, but, I have seen footage that comes up on a lot of like bad video game podcasts and YouTube channels because it's it's we, so um, terrible.
1: My friend got it and like, cause he had like an like a allowance system. I remember him explaining this whole thing to me, like how his mom would give him like points towards that he could spend. I was like, dude, what? My mom gives me like a dollar a week if I do all my chores. What is this shit? Um, which was not even true. I like never had an allowance. I would, they would get me stuff. It wasn't, I was, I was spoiled, but like I yeah, never you, got like You never got allowance. like cash.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah. And then I finally got that game too. And I couldn't, I don't think I, I'd even a single level. Oh, it. wow. Also, I was discovering that through like cheats, I beat every level in Tomb Raider three. Um, I, I beat all of Tomb Raider two back way back then, but Tomb Raider three, I guess, I don't know what my deal was. I used the cheat code to unlock all levels and then just beat them in a random order. Like, I, I finally got good enough that I could go back to the second level and beat it or whatever it was. Um, but I eventually, like, I, I remember finishing the last one and being like, oh, wait, okay, I've done all the other levels. That's it. Like, I'm, I beat the game, but like, it, I didn't really beat the game because I just did it in some random ass fucking order. <laughs> like, the second level I beat, I think, was the last level. So, because it, it was probably some like quick little, like, I don't know, thing. But then, like, I watched the credits. I'm like, how'd you get there, Lara? <laughs>
0: What happened? Did you uh did you ever get paid for grades?
1: I think if I got a good report card, my parents would like give me a gift or something, like some sort of incentive. Okay. Like, oh yeah, we'll get you pizza or like like a toy or whatever, depending on how mm-hmm. old I was. Um so it was like an incentive to like get good grades, was like your yeah, a toy. Um or something like that. I had a I did get Final Fantasy X once because of it. My dad was like <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had a uh I think it was for a little while, um, and this is how you break this system, is like you make it too good. Like they were giving me like something like $10 for an A, and then um, it was $10 for an A, it was nothing for a B, and there was uh, minus $5 for a C. So like you could you could you could work yourself in a negative pretty quick if you if you were a dumbass. But no, like I had like seven A's and like they had to give me seventy dollars and the next time that came around they were like, <laughs> We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Instead we're just going to continue to provide this roof over your head and food in your belly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you, and you will okay. say thank you yeah. by getting good grades at school. Yep. Get your B's and C's. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's probably so many people rolling their eyes like, Oh, you guys said it's so easy. Shut yeah. up. Shut the yeah. up. Yeah. Look, man, my mom, I had a weird childhood. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you some stories about my... No, I don't want no. to do that.
1: <laughs> uh, should we talk about somebody else's weird childhood? You
0: want to talk about the Winchester's weird childhood? Yeah, All let's right. do it. Let's do it. So let's get Patreon people.
1: Are we, so we're doing um, On If yeah. I Go um, tomorrow?
0: Uh, are you home during the day? Yes, or? I am. I um. I have a fence guy coming at 8, and I've got a, another guy coming at 11 i don't think the fence guy is going to be here very long i think it might be just an hour so if you want to go at like 10 o'clock your time that should give us plenty of time
1: that sounds good i can i'll get up nine o'clock make breakfast be ready to go
0: yeah because i don't think i mean like what what could a a fence guy possibly talk to me about like here's where the fence goes here's how long the fence is like please build the fence tell me how much this would cost and if it runs late we can do it a little bit later yeah 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 so think, i'm not too um, I'm not
1: sure. i don't i don't suspect this will take too long um since we didn't take super notes um but then so jess is gonna be here at night uh, until tuesday night okay. i think because it's her birthday oh nice um Happy birthday jess so um thank
0: <laughs> am i supposed to? yeah say yeah yeah thing? definitely you're just supposed uh, to say uh that's thanks. i am not jess thank you
1: we're gonna go to we're gonna go to uh, salem oh so
0: you're out of town all weekend uh
1: uh, we're not gonna. We're not gonna go the whole weekend, but um, we'll be we'll be out and about. My parents wanted to like have a party for Jess, which that's nice, I guess. But she's like, okay, I gonna mean, could just hang out with you, but all right, I'll hang out with your, your family. That's fine.
0: <laughs> that's one of those extremely um, nice things that people want to do for you that I have no interest in doing. And it like if you say no, it makes you seem like such an asshole. But why does it make them yeah. seem like an asshole for asking? Like I did not want a party. Like I don't want a thing. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to. I don't right. want to do. Right. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: Right, it's a whole. It's a whole thing, but um, yeah, and then Monday. I don't know. We'll, well, I'm sure we'll just end up sitting around half the time. But yeah, we're gonna try to do a couple things.
0: We're um, out of uh, I don't, I don't know if this matters, and we can knock some out like tomorrow as well. We we uh, we're out of thinking faces. Oh, thinking yeah, Faces. ooh, that crept up on us. Yeah, dude, it was it was a nice three weeks of not having to worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you started making smoke jokes in the Discord, they were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, he's, is that that out? Yeah. It's like, oh, you haven't heard that one yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Okay. <laughs>